Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. An Erio's Original. We've actually both done sex magic about like envisioning a brighter future I have seen like as soon as I'm coming and something bad happening to all the dark negative energy in the White House. Oh, good, And good. it's really cool. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Welcome to The Margaret Cho. This is Margaret Cho. Today uh, we have a great podcast um, with the hosts of the podcast Basic Witches, my friends Rachel LaForest and Leah Knauer. They are comedians. They are witches. They are really cool, really fun, and um, manifesting for peace. So here they are, the Basic Witches themselves, Rachel and Leah. The last time we spoke, it was very different, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. because we were just dealing with kind of like the disruption of the pandemic. And now we have a very different kind of mm-hmm. very important disruption of society. Yes. Of society. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So it's good. So how are you feeling now? How are you? How are your feelings? Around well, it? it's so crazy because on the podcast, Basic Witches, we talk with many astrologers and they have all said like for the past year that 2020 was going to be a huge year eruption of, of like the age of Aquarius and things changing and shifts in society and it's fucking happening. Mm-hmm. And it's like cool to see because we as witches knew this was coming, but it's like it's wild because it's like, be careful what you wish for. You know, we're in such like a... Well, I feel like the warnings from astrologists were like, they were like, yeah, because you know how everyone was so hopeful for 2020? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the astrologists were always like, yeah, it's going to be a lot of work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be good, but it's it's going to be a lot of work internally. And so like, personally, I am on this journey of... Like, let the fucking mold in the house get found out because I want to know it's in there and I want... Let roam. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but, but bring the problems to the surface because I want to deal with it. I can't know that there's something there and not deal with it. So it feels good that society is being more active mm-hmm. for Black Lives Matter because it's something we've known is there mm-hmm. and 
now it's at the surface. And what's really cool about that is a lot of truths are coming to light. Whether it's related to Black Lives Matter or not, I think a lot of people are like speaking their truth because they're seeing all of these things burn down. Like I've been having very uncomfortable conversations with my family. I know Rachel has too. So it's like a lot of things are coming to surface and I think it's good because we can rebuild. And your dog is so cute. <laughs> so cute. I know. She's so mad at me because I got up late this morning. So she has a lot of like Aww. things to say about it. She's like, first was like really time. disrupted. So she's she's like, eating your hand. She's like really mad. She's like really, really so mad cute. at me. But it's just like, um, yeah, it's like very uncomfortable with like um, people who have to have their uh, old ideas really mm. burnt down, you know. And they're clinging so hard to it. Yeah, because they have to change. And but it's really I yes. think it's really good. I think it's really good. I agree. And it's mm. really but it's, it is scary for people who don't want to change. It, it's like those old patterns are dying and. But I'm really glad for it, too. Like, I think that it's really, it's, it's time. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's Beyond been time. time. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm having big things every single day. Like, and the world is. Mm-hmm. It's like exponential. Like, every day or a couple days is something even bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, and yesterday was huge for me because my attacker pled guilty to felony sexual assault, which he committed on me wow and yeah so it's like and I also came out to my family as queer on the same day wow wow yesterday (laughs) wow so when I said I'm on a mission I'm like I'm telling I'm fucking having the conversations that's great yeah it's good it's good I found out you know I get to give a victim statement next Mm. month at the sentencing and I'm like whoa Ooh, how much time do I get (laughs) yeah so much to say and it's it's some it's like even before these current times of everyone you know activating for black lives matter my attacker is hispanic and and homeless he's a poor man of color and i knew that from day one that this is going to be fucked up and this is not going to be justice no matter what happens i'm going to feel dissatisfied and that is how I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, there's mental health stuff going on for him, I have to assume, based on what he did. So that's not going to be treated by prison time. And that's something I want to talk about. And, and like coming out as queer is something I never thought I would really even need to do because I'm straight passing and I don't, I don't know. I just, I just thought, oh, I'll just be living my life and I don't have to like make this statement and you're in a relationship and with I'm a in guy. a relationship with a guy right now mm-hmm. um and and women too actually we we both are together with women as well mm. but um but then I realized I have to mm-hmm. because it's it's absolutely important that people like me who are straight passing who have white mm-hmm. privilege speak up and say look me too I'm just like mm-hmm. these people and this this is my community too yeah and yeah that's good um, that's really it is good. good. Yeah. That's good. I think it's really important to say your truth and, you know, mm-hmm. to express visibility, especially when we don't necessarily fit into sort of that sort of the queer mold, you know, like mm-hmm. um, I think uh, when we think of gay or lesbian, we think of like, um, you know, whatever. It's just like we think of gay men, we think of lesbians when, you are, when we're queer, like uh, for myself, being bisexual, it's always been something of like, 
a struggle to even explain my role within gay society, you know, so, so it's always like this long conversation of like, well, it's like this. And then people are like, yeah, but are you really gay? Or are you just straight? And you're just like trying to pretend that you're, <laughs> it's like, well, no, but it's, aren't you, are you just gay and trying to pretend that you're mm-hmm. <laughs> straight or like all this stuff of like, you know, um, it's black it, it, and whiteness. Yeah. It's semantics. It's yeah. stuff of yeah. mm-hmm. labels. Invis- and it's also invisibility, like it's straight invisibility, gay invisibility, queer invisibility, bi visibility, whatever. It's like this mm-hmm. thing of like you're trying to somehow um, displace this idea of like we don't really exist because we don't fit in. Mm-hmm. And so that that's the wrong thing to do. That what's best is to really clearly sort of set out a place for ourselves at the table and say, we yeah. actually belong here. Mm-hmm. When and how did you come out, Margaret? Well, it was a p- period of time because I was like, I think what I identified as a lesbian first. Then I was like, oh, no, I'm straight. And then I was really confused for a while. Mm-hmm. And then I realized oh I think that I I guess I'm just bisexual not just bisexual but I think that there's more to the story than I I realized and Mm -hmm. that it's much more complicated than I uh, had understood and that you know you do definitely go through phases in your life where you maybe more identify one way than another and that there's also even um in my story there there are some asexual phases too that weren't mm. as as lengthy or like aromantic. I've never really gone through like an aromantic phase because I've always sort of been a romantic, but never. Um, uh, but sometimes asexual. So it's interesting. Mm. But um, definitely, like you go through dips and phases, and I think it's kind of hormonal, and I think it's kind of. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> it's definitely <laughs> different. But uh, but I'm I'm excited for you that you're able to like you know think like understand so young you know. Oh, thanks. That's good. Yeah, I think the more, like you said, someone like me who doesn't necessarily come across as the queer normal or like in gay, straight, whatever, gay, bi, whatever, um, it's important, I think, for people like me to stand up and say it so that it does become normal because fuck, we're all on the spectrum. It's so not black and white. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything is gray. And and I deal with that with my sexual assault as well. Um, because I wasn't raped, I was assaulted, there is a there is a feeling of black and whiteness there. Like you're raped or you're not. You're raped or you're fine mm-hmm. is something I've come up against in in people not understanding. Mm-hmm. And that's just to say that every facet is a spectrum. Ooh. Life is complex. Yes. Yeah, there's nothing easy about it. And there, there's nothing. Um, uh, it, it's all very, very difficult. But I'm glad that you're feeling a sense of justice about it and feeling a sense of yeah. truth about it, which is really that's that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. You know, that's really important. That's good. How do you feel yeah. about like comedy, though? Like, do you, I, I miss it. Don't you miss it? Yeah, so much. So much. Are you doing? Are you doing Zoom shows? Are you both doing? We've been doing um, like private full moon circles that are like kind oh. of funny but healing. Yeah. yeah, and we do blazon with basic witches on our Instagram live, which actually we would love to have you on. I would it love that. If you ever I would love that. What is? Um, but we like. Yeah. 
So you so that's like a live show. It's kind of like what we used to do at the comedy store where we, you know, we riff, we bring on a guest. Um, it's called blazing because we wear blazers and smoke weed. Um, but <laughs> we talk about all of this stuff and joke joke as well. Mm-hmm. So that we always feel really good after that. We are getting like one night a week of live comedy. <laughs> yeah, but it's not the same. Do you turn on like like the, the um? Do you turn on? Do you so? Do you have like? Can you hear the audience or do you turn? Do you mute everyone? No, it's we kind of weird what they write. Yeah, it's hard because it's like you can't. It's almost like you can't trust them to like behave necessarily but then you want to hear the feedback right Right. which is the best part of doing comedy yeah because it's like you want to hear what they're doing but then also sometimes people are cooking Mm -hmm. (laughs) so it's like why or they're like watching tv at the same time or they're like doing something online and it's like what are you doing like it's such a weird weird. or they're taking a bath Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. it's the weirdest Absolutely. thing or they're on the phone and you're like what the fuck are you? and but they're also listening and laughing and so it's like it's hard to know like what's happening on the other side yeah kind of heartbreaking mm-hmm. too it is heartbreaking uh-huh. it's hard not to have the laughs we're lucky we're like a duo in those situations because yeah. we'll crack up yeah <laughs> but like and then give it that little bit of a delay to let the comments that are laughing come in <laughs> yeah but it's disjointed. Yeah, it's, it's very, disjointed. it's very strange. So that's what I, I mean, that's what I miss. I miss that sort of electric sound of people. Mm. There's a rhythm to it that I, I kind of have been getting into and I, I appreciate a, a Zoom show, but it's weird. It's like, you know, I, I feel like I'm missing out. I mean, I don't know. Mm. It's like we're all living in that Ian Abramson show, The Seven Minutes in Hell. I don't know that one. It's like you do stand up without an audience oh. and like the audience is laughing in a different room but you can't hear them. Oh so it's God. like it's like that but we're all doing that. Yeah, it's really funny. You should watch it. That's I mean, funny. All of all of this quarantine has been a social experiment. Yeah. Like like those shows like mm. The Circle. Mm-hmm. Those like Love new Netflix blind. reality shows. Yeah. Yeah. Or like um it's kind of like do you ever I've never seen it but there or have done it. There's a show that's like um where you do comedy, or I've never done it, but you do comedy where it's like, it's completely dark. And they, oh. it's like in the the dark and the audience is in the dark and then you do comedy in the dark. I've never, I'm like... <laughs> Spider-Man into the dark? <laughs> yeah, that seems That's really cool. weird. That seems dangerous. Now, yeah. Yeah, that seems it's... scary. Yeah, now it would be dangerous. Like you seems like, it seems like you want to see something. Um, yeah. I don't know. I talked to Steve burn over the weekend and he was actually at the Miami improv and I could hear he was doing a show they were doing a show at half capacity and they had the audience socially distanced like half of the audience was there and everybody was like separated and um the comic was on stage they were really doing very well I could hear in the background Mm. and it was like oh my god I was like I could feel the energy of it like I really Mm. missed it and I was like Oh God! Like I was like really sort of chomping at the bit. Like I really mm-hmm. missed like it. withdrawal. Yeah, drooling. <laughs> yeah, it was like withdrawal. Like I it was like it was like talking to somebody on the phone that was high, and you oh, hadn't been like, high. What's it like forever? Yeah. Like ooh, you know, it was that feel? feeling. It was such a weird sensation. Did you see anything? Yeah, it was like ooh, like ooh. <laughs> it was so weird. I, I mean, I'm, well, <laughs> yeah. 
Well, are you going to, are you thinking about trying? Most of my shows are going to be um, in, every, I moved everything to 2021. I know that I have some mm, okay. scheduled like in like, maybe like September or something, but I feel like it's going to get moved. I don't know. Are you, mm-hmm. do you have anything scheduled? No, and nothing coming back on the books. Like we were both in shows or things that that are just off, mm-hmm. off the books. Um, and I don't want to. Like thinking about people going to those shows, I'm like, I would have anxiety going to yeah. that. It feels in my gut like we are not coming out of quarantine for a while. And I just feel like we should talk about that. Like we shouldn't, like, I'd, have you seen Aniara, this Swedish space movie? No, 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 no. It's good. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I recommend it. It's, uh, I think it's free on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called Aniara, and it's it's in Swedish, so it's subtitles, and it's about this spaceship that gets off course. And I watched it before the virus, and it just feels so fitting, but mm. without spoiling it, it's... Um, it's kind of about the release of information to not freak people out, like slowly releasing information so people can deal. Like mm-hmm. Chernobyl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like mm-hmm. Chernobyl. Mm-hmm. And it feels like we're in that. I've felt that since the beginning. Like they said two weeks at the beginning. And I was like, standing in this white collar bread line of Trader Joe's, like this is not going to be two weeks. You and know, since things, quote, opened up in the past few days, I've seen so many posts on Instagram of like, friends together not wearing masks and just like having birthday parties and it feels like because our leadership is not taking it seriously and the yeah. news yes. isn't taking it seriously yes you guys people aren't taking it seriously and I am scared for them and for myself because them going out puts me at risk right. by like the spread you know and what so I found mold in the house within my extended family I found out there's Trump supporters in my extended family mm. that I didn't know about and I've started to have phone calls with them. I had an hour and a half phone call with one of them. And it was, it was so, such a difficult conversation. And I was trying to explain that our president's tweets are not a victimless crime. Right. This person thought it doesn't matter who cares about a tweet. Only laws matter. And and whew, I wish you two could have been there to help me because I was like <laughs> yeah. trying to explain that no people listen to a leader people yeah. some people yeah. listen to no, this leader's do. tweets they do and are and that's with the reopening yeah mm-hmm. yeah they believe that him they believe him about there. like that crazy drug that he he's like mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like taking he's just like he's just started taking it. Mm-hmm. Like, and I just read the FDA is uh, is not going to be releasing that to yeah. pharmacies now. Yeah, because he just starts taking it like it's like and I know that they were probably just giving him a sugar pill because he's just like taking it like why yeah, I've heard that. Just start taking Idiot. it as a, a <laughs> precaution like just crazy like um, but I mean yeah like people but people believe it because they just believe Maybe he that, thought the that office, water he was drinking was bleach. Yeah. It's insane. <laughs> but people will blindly follow because that's what traditionally people have done for centuries. Mm-hmm. Is they follow and the of course, office. The, the other challenge is people who already voted for him in 2016, like the family member I've been talking to, 
they don't want to admit that they caused this in any way. Right. It's so hard for people to admit that they did something wrong. Denial and ignorance is so strong. And that, yeah, it's like, it's like throwing good money after bad. You don't want to admit that you did something wrong, but, you know, by compounding your mistakes. So you're just going to just continue to do it because you just, you think that that's going to solve it somehow. It's just, it's so sickening. And I, I just hope that people are able, I think, I think that people now will finally sort of see that it, they can't do it anymore. I hope. I hope, I hope so. And, and there is, there is hope of that because I've, I've been an activist for women for years and I have, Good news. My parents are registered Democrats for the first time in their lives. That's good. Um, Yeah. And and the Democratic Party is so far from perfect. The whole thing is quite fucked. Mm -hmm. Um, And I do I do recognize that money runs all of it. But at least they as religious people who have been very, very Christian pro-life their whole lives, they're willing to make the jump. Mm-hmm. And they're willing to, even candidates who are pro-choice, which is one big thing they don't agree with, like they're still willing to support this side because they're seeing it so clearly because it's so prevalent. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have, you know, daughters like me who have been speaking up for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, that feels really good. That's one really satisfying thing. Yeah, that's really, really Lately. good. That's, yeah. that's really, really good. And that we're openly talking about it, that I'm making us say who we're voting for. I think that that should not be a secret anymore. Mm, you know how it yeah. used to be like, oh, there's a window in the booth and you, it's my privacy who I vote mm-hmm. for. I just think it should all be open now. Well, I think social media totally helped that. Like, yeah. Everyone has a voice now. It's such a, it's such an open secret. Like, <laughs> it's like such a gross thing. People well, should know. So Im- when it's so important, like now where we're on the edge of fast fascism, if not in it, it's like we have to fucking talk about this because we didn't talk about it enough last time. And look where we are. Yeah. Yeah. It's so it's so terrifying. I mean, I don't I just don't see how anybody could possibly I, I can't see how anybody could possibly vote for Donald Trump now. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. how he's handled the the pandemic, how okay. he's handled any of the police brutality, any mm-hmm. of this sort of like racial politics stuff. I, I can't imagine. I mean, already before any of this, it was terrible. Mm-hmm. And now this is just how he, uh-huh. anybody. Remember when he's already been impeached multiple times? Already before this, Remember he was that? impeached multiple times. Yeah. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. I recently got my dad to admit that maybe he's not fit to be a leader, <laughs> and it was insane. It was insane that it's like, you're still only saying maybe, and we're here? Like, what? I grew up in Pennsylvania, suburban, rural, Republican. Well, yeah, some people are just, I think, unfortunately, a lot of people are such misogynists that they just couldn't imagine Hillary Clinton in the role of president. And that is its own problem. I mean, it's like in comics who are like, oh, well, you know, uh, he really helped. He really helps out like people in my family and I'm like what the fuck is wrong with you like <laughs> you know <laughs> it's it's so hard to argue with that logic because you have because that's the same logic I'm getting on these phone calls mm-hmm. like it's so hard I'm, I'm trying to say my sister that you're married to her life is in danger as a, her rights are in danger as a woman mm-hmm. with this type of leadership that's outwardly repealing outwardly repealing trans rights, et cetera. Mm-hmm. On and, the day of and the, he, the Pulse shooting too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And the, and the logic I hear back is point to a law that's directly explicitly endangering black people. Point to a, And I'm like, fine. So I'm actually, I am putting together an evidence packet for him. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you have to. You have to. I mean, it's just, it's just like, you know, to prove a point. But I mean, it's just very... It's very sick and it's very it's very sad and it, it's just really I mean he's not a politician he's a reality TV show star he's like a very yep. I mean and not even really that he's kind of <laughs> I don't really know what he is he's kind of a he's sort of a, a just like a name like yeah a personality yeah he's kind of a I don't even know what he's not even really a businessman exactly. He's a demon. I was gonna say, wait, is he a demon? <laughs> Maybe he's like. Yeah. There used to be a you We're know the Omen franchise. The Omen three was yeah. the one where he, uh, the Omen became um, president. <gasps> oh fuck! Oh, I need no. to. I need to watch. Yeah, that. the is Omen it? three is like an unpopular one, but it was a good one because he became. I think he becomes president. But I, I love the Omen franchise. I think it's a good one. <laughs> I've heard you talk about it. <laughs> the Omen franchise is very good. Also, the Exorcist franchise is excellent. Exorcist mm. 3 is excellent. Ah. People forget about that oh, one. Oh, I've only ever watched one. Yeah. I need to go on. Uh, they, they're very different. They're all very different. But the Exorcist 3 is uh, very, very good. But it's... it's, a, it's a, they're, all ve- they're all very good. But the, I think it's just... Um, yeah, I don't know exactly what Donald Trump is. He's not really an entertainer. Because if he was an entertainer, he would be... Um, better at it yeah <laughs> you know he'd be more yeah. entertaining like you think he would be better right um, politician we're not entertained no we're it's not entertaining he's just not very yeah. good at it i mean yeah. well he's a he is a liar yes. which is yeah but he, you know he, if he was an entertainer an- he would be better at uh, lying he would be better liar <laughs> i mean he would be just um I think he would be better at like sort of covering his tracks or better at lying or better at um, 
presenting. Yeah. 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 He'd be better at presenting. I recently found out that he's a Gemini, and oh. I'm a Gemini, and it m- makes us look really bad. But then Rachel and I figured out that because he's not a real person, he actually doesn't belong in the Zodiac. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think... I don't, yeah, but I don't think he's a real person. He's might, he might sort of be like a weird... Like a hologram. Don't a hologram you feel like or- if he like <laughs> split open and a little alien came out like Men in Black, no one would be surprised. Yeah, like just. Um, I have a I have ideas like for a sex strike is is sort of one one solution I'm thinking. Mm. If we could get, let me know what you think about mm-hmm. this because I value your opinion, Margaret, okay. and you have a lot of wisdom and a lot of experience with activism. I think if we could get the 1% of white women who are, sorry, in the 1%, these rich white women who are largely married to these 1%er white men that are controlling things with their money to go on a sex strike Mm -hmm. and demand the power come into their hands, like, would be a possible solution. Like, to to wake up the white women sitting and sleeping on this power. (laughs) That's a good idea. I mean, I think that's, like, a sex strike is always a positive, I think it it really has a huge effect. Like a statement. It's a huge statement from all women. Definitely. Yeah, partners. But it's hard Mm -hmm. to get, because it's like, it's such a... a, They're entrenched. It's such, you know, because they're part of the problem, too. It's like... They're benefiting. Because usually it's like... They're complicit in it, you know, so it's usually something that, you know, it's hard. It's it's one thing, but it, it's definitely something that would be I think that's when you can harness the power of the pussy. It's very effective. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes. And there who who was it? Was it Gandhi or somebody said Western women will save the world? Mm. Mm. I agree. Somebody said that somebody prophetized that. I agree. And I'm like, maybe it's right now. I Maybe think it's that's true. Right the fuck now. Well, <laughs> I want it to be. I think it is. It's like if you can ha- harness um, pussy power for anything. I really loved I don't know if we talked about this, but it was where um, there was like a thing where all of these witches in New York um, cast spells on Donald Trump. And they were like all um, putting his... Uh, writing down his name and putting it in uh like writing it on paper and putting it in the f- in jars in the freezer <laughs> and it was oh. like the best <laughs> freeze them out yeah like <laughs> freezing water and putting it in the freezer and i was like that is the best because they were just trying to like hold him in place and mm. i thought that was like the best thing well i'm not saying we did do that, but I'm not saying we didn't do that. I love it. I love anything <laughs> that would just like immobilize. But I love like witches all together doing yes. something mm-hmm. to just like stop it. You know, honestly, like we were keeping Leah and I have been working on this for a while now on. Um, well, I feel like we should just say it because it will bring power to it. We've been hexing him. Oh, good, good. Daily. Yeah, good. And good. <laughs> the secret's out of the bag. Yeah, good. <laughs> because um, other witches are too. So it's like, we might as well tell our truth. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it felt it felt like, okay, are we going to open this can of like this, uh, you know, darker side of magic? And then we were like, yeah, fuck yeah. Because he's hurt a lot of fucking he's people. hurt a lot of women and a lot of people. It's not really a darker side, though, because if he's a dark force, yeah. 
using dark on dark. Then it's like a light, you know, then it's actually a light. So so it's actually you're doing, I mean, it is more like you're absorbing a dark force. Mm, that's a good so way to put it. So I think yeah. that it's and actually um, the opposite. Mm. Because as long as we have your approval, we feel good. <laughs> <laughs> and we're not going to do anything. Like we're not going to kill him, but like we can no, hope that something bad happens. It's more to him. like neutralizing the negativity that he's releasing. So it's like if he's releasing like this poison, then it's a more of a neutralizing activity, which I think is very life giving. It's actually productive. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, good. so thank you. It's a different <laughs> approach. Which I think is, I think it's really, I think that's really vital. I feel like, um, I think Melania is neutralizing him. (laughs) Do you think? I would hope so. I would hope so. (laughs) Damn, if this is what he's like when he's already been partly neutralized. I hope so. I hope so. Like, that's what I'm just like, I want that. Like, I, I wish that there was some, like, some force around him that's, like, neutralizing him. And because it's like... It, it, it's just too toxic and disgusting. Like there's got to be yeah. something that's like coming in his way. So like, it's just blocking it. Like I want there mm-hmm. to be something blocking it. We've actually both done intentionally and unintentionally done sex magic about like, Oh, both, both envisioning a brighter future. I have seen like as soon as I'm coming and something bad happening to all the dark negative energy in the white house. Oh, good. And good. it's really cool. That's good. Yeah. That's good. That's oh. good. That's really good. I feel like, I feel like I need a medal of honor for this for this sex magic I did because I used such a good orgasm on this. It was uh-huh. It was like after a time where I hadn't orgasmed in a while, so it was like a bigger one, mm-hmm. like po- all that potential energy. <laughs> yes. Quick. And it was one where it's like it's like, you know, there's anger behind it too, so I'm just getting all this release when I come and I'm actually like screaming and I I something like clicked when I was coming and I I just envisioned a bright light like a laser beam going at Trump. So the fact that I allowed the visual, I had the visual of his face, you guys, while I was coming. And I was like, I can die a hero. (laughs) That's really, that's really like amazing. I mean, it's really like, that's like Warcraft, you know, it's like a video game. Yes. That's like really Maybe we important. need to get more witches to do that. Yeah. I'm like, what other power can we use? Because the energy of an orgasm, I really believe, is very powerful. Yeah, I do too, um, yeah. Yeah, it's just so much potential energy getting turned into like this full body mm-hmm. experience. And I think it's so good to use sex magic for manifesting mm-hmm. um, and channeling that energy. Yeah, I think that's really important. I think it's really and directing it into something. Mm-hmm. and And then I think that's really productive. Um, yeah, but that's a really good, I think it's a really good thing to do, like just to direct it into something that's productive and, um, empowering and joyous and and it feels good for the good, for the good. Yeah. For the good. And I mean, people use magic in all different ways. Did you ever, um, hear about, uh, Paolo Mayambe, you know, the magic that's like, I guess it's it's I I don't know exactly like how it's used, but they um how it's used like for real, but it, it it's that that sort of like uh, apocryphally or they use it in like movies. I watched a movie. It's called Borderlands, and it's about um this uh 
sort of like it's a it's sort of a, it's a space so somewhat on a true story, but it's about um, these cults that were like in like um, the border of Mexico that would use like they were really emboldened by this form of Santeria. And so oh. they would use like um, human sacrifices. And so they would like be protected by these uh, like, I guess, Orishas for Santeria. So they would mm. like their their um, their drug um, like drugs across the border, like their big smuggling like things would would go well. So they would oh. like be protected by all of these Orishas and. There's quite like a history of this, like using sort of um, like Santeria and like Palo Mayombe is a kind of uh, religion that sort of like is about like protecting drug smugglers. And but it's a it's a sort of a a different form of um, I guess it's like witchcraft, but it's also like a Santeria uh, Yoruban religion. It's like another form of, um, I guess, voodoo. That the mm-hmm. sort of it's like it's like, I'm not exactly the ter- like sure of the terminology of it, but it's like the, all these different um, things of like different versions of um, African of religions. Craft. Yeah, love like mm. sort of like love religions, African religions. These like different things that are brought over um, from uh, to like the Caribbean, from Africa, from um, mm-hmm. like year many many years ago, from like uh, like all of these different versions of it so i was like super into it but that that's like to me like that's a, like a super interesting kind of like energy to like harness all of those like religions that are like very into um harnessing it's like all about sex energy and like blood magic and all about power and mm. um uh getting money and political power and mm. um all about power on earth Love it. This reminds me, what was the movie called? The Lilith movie? Oh, Pure. Pure, Pure on Hulu. So good. It's kind of similar. Oh, okay. It's a, I think it's like Bloomhouse or Blumhouse. It's like, uh, you know, more commercial type horror. Yeah. But it's about Lilith. Do you know about Lilith? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, okay, cool. We had just learned about her mm-hmm. and um, how I think the story goes. She was originally in the Garden of Eden, but chose to leave because she was like, fuck this. Yes, yes. This man telling me what to do. And no you guys thanks. are all, you, you fucking put me here like... Like, to take it, to sit here and take it. I'm not going to take it. Yes. Seriously. And she yes. left. Like, I love Lilith. I love Lilith. <laughs> I love I Lilith. Love I love those characters in the Bible that are, like, not in the Bible. Like, Lucifer. Yes. Like, Lucifer is, like, was, like, the favorite angel. Like, why are there no stories about when he was the favorite? Like, mm-hmm. why is that not in the Bible? Like, the Bible is such bullshit. Like, the Bible is, like... Just a bunch of like old, like broken blog links. Like it's a bunch of like things that are written <laughs> and like put together that Ow. are like not like links that don't work anymore. It's like some shitty old mm-hmm. Tumblr that yes. is put together mm-hmm. by a bunch of like people that are dead that don't. White dudes. Yeah. yeah. White dudes that are not around or like people that are not here to confirm it, not here to deny it. It was. It we was need a not proofread. No, reboot not proofread. that shit. I know. Uh-uh. Rewrite. Uh, it's just something. Well, you know, our me and Leah, our names, Rachel and Leah, were sisters in the Bible who got f- fucking pimped out by I think his name was Jacob. Mm. Um, 
because one of one or the other of them couldn't get pregnant. So it's like the sister wives, like he just impregnated the sister. And it's like that shit's in there. But you're going to say that like Satan is is a hedonist and a demon. Like yeah. he came from the same thing, according to uh, according to your story. He's the cool guy. Uh, yeah, he is the cool guy. <laughs> and Lilith is, Lilith is the cool chick. She's the, su- she's the super like, cool oh. chick. I love they I love Lilith. Fuck. I love Lilith. Yeah, I love Lilith. I love Lilith, and I hate that like the lady Lot's wife who turns around to look at the people having anal sex gets turned into salt. <laughs> like I don't know that oh, when what? Um, Sodom and Gomorrah are destroyed <laughs> mm. because everybody's um, having anal sex. Lot's uh-huh. wife, you know, they leave. They get that the heads up. They have to leave Sodom and Gomorrah. So she turns around to look to see all the people anal sex. Before they, she wants mm-hmm. to look at the anal sex, and so she turns, turns around, and there he's like, "Don't turn around!" And she just turns around to look at the anal sex, and she gets turned into salt, and she's just a pile of salt, and then he has to leave the pile of salt, and then I'm like, "Why? Oh my God! Why is why? she a pile oh my God. of salt? Because she had to look at the anal sex? Because don't look oh, at the why? anal sex? Yeah." And poor Sodom. Why do you have to be named after like sodomy? They no, named- sodomy comes from that story in the Bible. I know that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It sucks to be like. She's forever immortalized as like well, a salty bitch. Like, no, she was actually an empowered bitch for turning mm. around and looking and wanting to have knowledge, which is power. Yeah. And then, oh, look, she turns into salt and the man leaves. Yeah. Mm. You want to know like, what yeah. anal sex is like? I mean, anal sex is great. If you, I mean, anal right. sex is if it. It depends. If it fits. <laughs> it depends. Girl, if you it have fits. to be, you have to be ready for it, but it does. It you does, have to be prepared. It does. It's good later in life. But it is good. It is good. I agree. And I learned that we have another pleasure center there, the A spot. I didn't know there's an there's a G spot, um, and then there's an A spot in like the back of this is I'm at least speaking for women, um, in the back of the uterus, or maybe it's on the other side of the lining. But there's another uh, uh, centralization of nerve endings mm. back in there, and yeah. it's like I felt it. That's why I feel so good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. More people need to know that. Yeah. Like, there's other areas. I, yeah. There's other areas yeah, like, of, yeah, that you can hit. You know what's fucked up? Why don't we learn where our pleasure centers are? Mm-hmm. Why are we only taught what to be afraid of? I grew up in abstinence only classes. Mm. I didn't learn how to use a condom. Like, and I had religious parents. Like, it's a miracle was, that I figured it out. Was there a lot of pregnancy in your school? Um, yeah, yeah. Mm. Typical, like, there's... Well, so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and there was a, sh- a lot of Plan B being used, mm. and that's a fucking dose of hormones on a young girl, I'll tell mm. you. Yeah. I had to use it after my first time ever, because I didn't oh, know. you didn't know. Yeah. What, that's terrible. Uh-huh. I mean, it's like, why, why are they so restrictive, and it's so punishing, Mm-hmm. And do you know who it hurts the most? Women. Mm-hmm. Like, it just all comes from that fucking Bible that our president was holding up in yep. a fucking... It's just... And that he's never touched before. You could tell he's never, uh-huh. ever... He's never touched a book. <gasps> never read. He's I'm never actually kind of glad. <laughs> I'm actually kind of glad about that, though, because people like my parents mm. who are religious, that actually worked to turn them off. They already mm. didn't like him, but I think that could... That could help turn off religious people, potentially. Yeah, because he just was so weird and, like, 
grandstanding (laughs) grandstanding which is a word i just learned (laughs) very grandstanding and that is actually a biblical thing because it it is like the the role of the pharisee which is to like say that like look at me i'm praying look at me i'm holding up the bible and then Mm -hmm. somebody who's very religious will look at that and go oh we'll see that's what jesus said don't do that the bible says don't do that yes Yes, so it's like the true, like my parents who are hardcore, Mm. it'll actually work for them. Yeah, they would see that and be like, oh, okay, it's true. I'm proud of them. It's it's the one thing that he did that that he he shouldn't have done. He shouldn't have. (laughs) Yeah. The one Mm -hmm. wrong thing he did right. (laughs) (laughs) Finally. Finally. Well, I hope that, I hope, what what do you think that we can do as, um, as women, as witches, as, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. conscious beings to make things good that that we can do to help the world now I think um being honest with ourselves and each other and holding each other accountable and um not letting this momentum stop and dealing with our own like shadow work so much of spirituality it's not all love and light it's like a lot of dark heavy shit and dealing with that and acknowledging that and accepting that is like huge yeah yes And what I want to instill in more people, especially those of us that have already been oppressed, women, people of color, um, people on the spectrum of sexuality, is that we don't need to give in to fear. I want to, to make witches remember how powerful we are to be brave enough to have the difficult conversations and to speak out and think about where witch even comes from, the, the witch hunts, the way that we were oppressed, witches were oppressed. So we need to stand up for people who are oppressed now. Mm. Um, so just to be, to fuck fear. Yes. Be brave. Mm-hmm. I love it. Well, thank you both so much. I'm so glad uh, I got to talk to you and you, see you again. I hope yes, that we get to see to each see other you. soon. And I would yes. love to do your show. Please tell us. Uh, oh. Um, uh, oh, listeners, yeah. uh, where they can find you, find your podcast and your shows and et cetera, et cetera. Yes. Um, so you can follow me at Leah Knauer on Instagram. And I'm at Rachel LaForest and we are at Basic Witches. Mm-hmm. And I also, I want to plug, I have a manifestation course that I just released. Um, I tweeted at Kevin Smith for 278 days to get into his movie and it worked. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I developed a course about it. Um, so, yeah, I would love to have people sign up. And 10% of proceeds are going to the Loveland Foundation, which provides mental health services to black girls and young women. That's wonderful. Hell yeah. yeah. So you can find our podcast anywhere you find podcasts. It's called Basic Witches. And join us for Blazing with Basic Witches on our Instagram. And Margaret will be on soon. It's taking over my dreams, waking me out of my sleep. I think I'm coming apart. The Margaret Show is an Erios production with editing by Tracy Levy and original music by Garrison Starr. Never miss an episode of The Margaret Show. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Erios. Powered by ACAST. 
Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.